Action. What up, everybody? Crown Sippers. Vodka Sippers. Bullet Sippers. There you go. Wine Sippers. And Eggnog Sippers. I allow you to have a seat with your glass and enjoy tonight's episode of Steps of Daddy's but somebody's got to do it. Okay. It's a night of fun. <laughs> it's a night of fun. Oh, uh, oh the, the fun has begun the early. It has begun. He was allowing people to sip. I mean, I took that, that advice. Hey, Rich, what do you consider fun? I was about to... Uh, Trying to think of something, but then I remember that I don't know the words to that song because I'm not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) To be (laughs) fun. (laughs) What up, everybody? It is your boy, Chris, a.k.a. Playmaker, uh, a.k.a. the two- XL Large Professor. Okay. And it's Rich, aka Rich, exclamation point, aka. I have been called that before. And it's your boy Thomas, aka Stimpy, aka AE Dub, AE Dub, AE Dub. Woo, woo, woo. Shout out to Large Professor of A Source looking out the front door. Go look that up, kiddos. That's going to be open and serving one day, but we still in holiday mood. How y'all feeling over there? Feeling jolly. jolly. Feeling holly. Okay. <laughs> well, by golly. <laughs> Shout out to Donner and Blitzen. You know, two of my favorites. I bet you can't name them all, Rash. Shout out to. Uh... Rudolph and Donna and Blitzen. George David. <laughs> I used to be able to name them, but you forgot Prancer and Dancer, Donna. I'm about to say, I know Dancer. Prancer and Dancer. I thought that would be the first one you would say is Dancer. It's, yeah, it's, yeah I, I can't remember. The, there's a, yeah, Prancer, Dancer, Donna, Blitzen. George Rudolph. and David. And, yeah, I, I think there's like one or two I'm missing, I'm missing, but I used to know it. I used to be a kid. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> okay, shout out to Katie the reindeer. And then Curtis, you know, like the Curtis. one black reindeer who everybody pretends Curtis. isn't black. Have you ever been a white Curtis? Jamal? Have you known the white <laughs> Curtis besides Curtis Strange? Curtis Strange is the only white Curtis I know off the top of my head. No, I've never met a white Curtis, honestly. That's not a that's not a white name. Curtis Schilling? That is not his name. His name is Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I need, hold on. I got to look it up now. Hold on. I got to look that up right now, Jack. Let's see here. Kurt Schilling. Oh, I got to see this right now. This is so funny. Yes, we're doing. Oh, my gosh. Curtis Montague Schilling. Montague? Curtis Schilling? Kurt Schilling is a Curtis? Yeah, that's that. Hey, take a guess where he was born. Jacksonville. Jamaican Queens. Anchorage, Alaska. 
All right. What? He's okay. one of them. Oh, whoa. What is one of them? He was born in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> yeah, but you said that is in a bad connotation, sir. I mean, the oh, other yeah. one I know is Sarah Palin, right? Or that was me too. Like, I, in my head, I was like Sarah Palin. But I was like, I don't. There's probably other people from Anchorage. I mean, I if you know for Sarah Palin and Curtis Schilling, I'm gonna go ahead and downgrade your uh, city. Shout out to homegirl Daisy. I know her. She's from Alaska, and she was a normal human being, and she was black. So shout, shout out, out to Trade Jelanda. And shout out to Joker the Bell Bondsman. Because ain't nothing like money in the zipper bag. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Smash the chest. <laughs> Let's get to the sermon. Hey, nothing says fun like busy bows. Straight up. Speaking of fun, let's get to the opening sermon. Shout out to Run DMC with the other hit in the Christmas joint from Santa Baby. But we're going to use the Snoop verse. And I quote, cookies and milk, sat in the silk. I'm chilling in the living room, wrapped in the quilt. I'm waiting on this fat red suit wearing, comparing my gifts to my homeboy next door to me. A gift here, none there, but who cares? My little sister needs a comb just to braid her nappy hair. But here we go again, waiting on the enemy to slide down the chimney. Look here, it ain't reality. Okay. All right, Calvin. Oh, you called him Calvin. You know, the last niggas tried to call him Calvin got shot, but he was acquitted, so. Is that Jody? Stay at your mama house? Nigga, <laughs> 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 you the bitch. <laughs> so we can, we can take a, just a split second to analyze the fact that Snoop Dogg is tearing into Tyrese for staying at his mama house when this nigga staying at an ex-girlfriend's house after he got out of jail. Like, nigga, go to your mama's house. What are you doing over here? <laughs> she was on his papers. That's where his parole officer expected him to be. He had trading and they were coming to get him. Don't say my name. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is she shouldn't have been answering them collect calls from prison. <laughs> She shouldn't have been doing a lot of things. Shout out to Snoop. Shout out to Tyrese. Shout out to her. That's not, that's not the baby daddy you want in your life, man. Trust and believe that. You don't want nobody in that movie in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want uh you don't want Absolutely not, man. She's a foul. Fuzz. Well, you don't want that that uh I should have said it again. Pass <laughs> fun. Uh, <laughs> Buzz, like Buzz. Free colors. Free colors. Yeah, Drop that ass, make your knees touch your elbows. <laughs> Free dope. Free coat. Oh, my man doing the future version. You know I got masterpiece in my head. Second thought, I do want her in my life. How about you, boy? Nah, you pass. Yeah, you said pass. There's no take backs on that. Pass. You good. You go hang out uh, with your boy uh, Omar Gooden's chicks. Go hang out with them too. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) Time for freaking. Time to come clean. All right, well, let's see. Talk, oh, since we're talking about lit. freaking. We already lit. Let's go. Time for transitions. Time to come clean. 
You know what I mean? Everybody knows we're doing the Spider-Man thing. All right, so. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You know what's so sad? Uh, the only thing I only thing I ever remember from Pauly Shore, because he's terrible, is in Biodome when he was like, Iron Man, Iron Man does whatever an iron can and every time i hear that theme song now i always i'm like how did you think that was the right one <laughs> look out here comes iron man shout out to poly shoes hey shout out to biodome shout out to biodome and more importantly shout out to the safety dance hey most importantly shout out you kylie because you, you can never forget your friends behind if, they, if don't they don't dance, dance and if we don't friends, well, they ain't and no, friends. no friends of mine. Uh, nope. Oh, that's the best part. You forget. Can't wait to do that karaoke. <laughs> what about Spider right. Man, Thomas? Well, I don't know if you know, but there's this little tiny movie, a Spider Man movie coming out uh, this weekend. So, to, like, just jump in on that. I didn't want to talk about who your favorite Spider Man is because, yeah, why? But instead, I want to talk about who your favorite Spider Man villain is because. I've been reading Spider-Man comics my whole life, and there's some pretty huge Spider-Man villains that I do not like in any way, shape, or form, and I really hate when they show up in a comic book or in the movie. So I wanted to piss my brother off, so I figured let's have this topic <laughs> on the air. Okay. okay. And keep in mind, I know my answer is going to sound hella lame because these two dudes actually read comic books. Yeah, I'm going to be upset because he ain't got no comic sense and we know it. Yes. But hey, I'm a, he's got a I'm a nerd, but I ain't that nerd. Start us off in a good place, Thomas. All right, number five. Number five. Five. I had to put him this low because in the comics he's laughable, but Michael Keaton did him justice. Number five, the vulture. You know, because in the comics when you read it, I don't know about you guys. So you want the Michael Keaton version of the yes. vulture? Yes, I want the intimidating vulture because in the comics the vulture says stuff and you're just like, shut up, you old ass man. Go get your, like, you know, pudding and shut up before I kick you in the face Ooh. but in in especially like I, I'm saying that's my personal belief you know in reading Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man my whole life that the vulture is just an old man who looks brittle and weak but Michael Keaton is like a you know gray 50s not 80 something year old man so it was much more intimidating much I could definitely see how it played better and I had more of a renewed appreciation for vulture once the movie came out as somebody probably even more familiar with Spider-Man comics than him, the Vulture is way too fucking old in the comics. Like it, you just—it looks like a man who is flying in the air because he can't walk. Like that's how. Yeah, and he, he headed to the nursing home later. <laughs> Chris, how do you feel about the Vulture? My thoughts on the Vulture will be announced. Uh oh, I thought okay. they was, but you didn't stop them. So. <laughs> Since you didn't stop him, I was like, okay, well, we had it. So I'll go with my number five. Cinco. Who's Venom. But Venom from the comic books. So just for the As... record, Venom is one of the comic book villains I hate. I think Venom's stupid. I hate his character. I don't, he doesn't do it for In the 90s, this is the only reason, because, you know, we want to give what media they was from, and then what reason we picked that specific one. And the truth is, in the 90s, Todd McFarlane drawing Venom is one of the reasons I wanted to draw. And to this day, I draw. To this day, I draw. Yeah, and see, and for the record. Venom from the 90s. 
Todd McFarlane is the reason why I hate Venom, because one of my favorite comic books series characters of all time is Spawn, and I don't need a fucking knockoff piece of shit Spawn over here. I'd rather just read the real one. <laughs> like, Al Simmons, I mean, all day. Fuck Eddie Brock, he's a bitch. He was, draw- he was drawing Venom before he created Spawn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Spawn, because they, they fired his ass. And guess what? Spawn is way harder than Venom every day of the week. Oh, I agree. But we not doing top five image characters. <laughs> That's <laughs> a different list. <laughs> so, Chris, number five. Hey, let's go with number five for me. The Green Goblin. Ooh, well, what version? Yeah, pick a, pick a one. I'm, I'm thinking of the first Spider-Man. Is that the one he was in? William Defoe. Oh, okay. Defoe. William okay. Defoe. Yeah. How can I you not like a William Defoe movie? Because, I mean, you can. I don't know which one would be the one you don't like because he's a great actor. But You, yeah, know. you have to be a fool. But shout out William Defoe. Honorable mention for me. What did y'all think about his character? Unless he's on your list still. No, nah, he's an honorable mention for me. He's a, I have a different version later on. So I figure we could talk about Willem, but I got a different version later on. Willem, uh, to me, was great. He has the perfect face for uh, Norman Osborn. Like, it, he, the, like the comics, they draw him so angular and so over the top. Can of I the ask presence. you something only a nerd would ask you? Hmm. Does hairdo bother you? Oh, well, see, Willem Dafoe's hairdo does not bother me. But the one we're going to get to that I prefer, his hairdo bothers me. But the difference is that the story is a little bit better in, in the one I'll, I've put on my list. But I like his floppy hair because it made sense that James Franco would be his son. You can't have But when you think of, of Osborne, what hair do you think of? I think of a ginger with the shortest, like, possible okay. tightest fro you could think of. A ginger life. with waves, with the, baby. With the weird waves. Yeah, exactly. You're like, what? how does this nigga have brown waves in his red hair? But anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I still love the movie. That movie goes so hard. Like, it's it's done so well. You know, gotta love Sammy Ravies. Great pick, you great know. pick. I was nervous about you, but that was a great pick. So my <laughs> number now four. Now, Thomas, number four. I, I personally feel like there should be no flat given for this. I just don't know if y'all thought of this. But my number four Spider-Man villain is J. Jonah Jameson. And specifically the comics, because in the comics, he's not likable. Like, everybody likes J. Jonah when J.K. Simmons does it. He's funny. He's hilarious. It's all good. And jo- no. In the comics, he's just a piece of shit. And especially in uh, Nick Spencer's amazing Spider-Man run that he's been doing for the last, you know, two and a half years or so. Because J. Jonah has a podcast now instead of being on the news. And it's like, he basically is Alex Jones, but in terms of hating Spider-Man BS. And it's just... Yeah. You know, like classic heel behavior. While we talk about him, because I don't have him on my list, but in my honorable mentions, I have the J. Jonah Jameson from the Ultimate Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. So shout out to. Yeah. But we'll get to the Ultimate Universe later. Chris, yeah. how'd you feel about <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson? Don't remember. <laughs> okay. It's the, uh, it's the newspaper J.K. guy Simmons. in the movies. J.K. Simmons, the newspaper guy in the movies that buys all the Spider-Man photos. He's like, hey, crap, crap, crap. I'll give you $200 for him. Like, <laughs> no memory. Okay. Well, shout out to... I know to... you're talking about on that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know the newspaper part. Yeah. I don't remember that... him being an actual villain, though. That's what I was thinking. Like, oh, well, he's a villain because he hates Spider-Man. He's not a villain to Peter Parker. He, But he hates Spider-Man, and he, like, runs a media campaign to smear him and, like, you know, yeah, get people against life. him. 
Let's see what you yeah. say. I do like him on the movie. Yes, I do. I do like in him. the in the movies. He's the one. Spoiler yeah. alert for a movie that's a year and a half old. But in the movies, he's the one that reveals that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Speaking of that reveal, <laughs> speaking of that movie, my number four, which Chris I'm sure hasn't even seen. <laughs> shout out to Mysterio. Mysterio, far from home. Mysterio is number Jake four Dillon for home. me. Yay! Oh, hey. he made it. See, Mysterio and is I honorable. Him, but I saw the trailer and stuff, and he looked rogue. <laughs> okay, that was, that was enough for him. Let me explain to you why Mysterio is goofy in the comic books. Because he's a failed magician with a glass ball on his head that somehow we should think can fight Spider-Man. Like, you can't yeah. even be successful as a magician, but you can fight Spider-Man with that yeah, ball like, on your head. You are the best magician in the world. This isn't David Blaine walking the street tricking nah, people. No, it's this not. Is- <laughs> It's the magician that didn't make it. So he's not imitating old boy from X Men, right? Uh, no, like he's not imitating no boy from X Men, right? No, no he's, he's just silly, man. He's more like in the comic books, he's just a laughable character. A lot of the villains in the comic books are not intimidating or scary at all. Just, that's why I feel like Spider Man's cracking jokes the whole time because even Spider Man's like, I can't take you seriously. I tell but, you what happened, man. The Batman creators came up with the Riddler. And Stan Lee was like, I'll do the same thing, but instead of giving riddles, he'll do magic tricks. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but then, however many geez. years later, Jake Gyllenhaal made it a real three-dimensional great character. Because what Jake Gyllenhaal gets that the comics did not for the longest time is that Jake Gyllenhaal, there's like an anger, a jealousy, and envy yes. within Quentin Beck. <laughs> That's why he... Tony Stark gets him dirty. You know, it didn't have to be Tony yeah. Stark. You could have had it still be Spider-Man, but in the in the movie, it's Tony Stark. But either way, that's what drives him. Is he's uh like Lex Luthor? If he got fucked and was like, "Oh, you fucked me, I'm gonna fuck you harder than anybody's ever fucked a person in their entire life." And you're like, "Damn, Mysterio, calm down." Like that's what's important. Because in the comic books, it's not he got fucked by somebody. Is his talent fucked him? He tried to be a magician <laughs> and it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> now he's mad. Okay, you said this was number four for you too, Chris? Yeah, so now yeah, we okay. number three. So now we're at number three. My number three is Norman Osborn, but from the Amazing Spider-Man comics because uh, I like Amen. Amazing Spider-Man Norman better. Amen. Amen. This man, just to run down a list of some things for you that this man's done throughout the years. You already know the, the hits. Willem Dafoe covered it real well in... Sam Raimi Spider-Man. So think of that as like your basic beginnings for Green Goblin. But then this man tortures his son. He gets he turns his son against everybody. He turns his son into the Green Goblin as well. Then brainwashes him. Then he comes out of that. He ends up getting sick and cancerous or whatever. Then he lets his son die. Then before his son, right before his son dies, though, he makes sure his grandkids die. And then he makes sure his son's wife dies. And then he has to go back and get Spider-Man. Then he clones everybody and brings them back. And so now he has his grandsons and they hang out with him all the time. And they think he's wonderful and great, but they hate Harry. And then if you really have kept reading in the last year or two, Kindred shows up and we'll get in all that stuff. But Green Goblin's just doing a lot of wild shit out here. Running um, the insane asylum for the criminals. Norman Osborn's become mayor. Like, you know, you got, I'm sorry, Kingpin's mayor and Norman Osborn is like his head of policing and prison and all that stuff. He's just a crazy motherfucker who fails upward i don't know how to like he everybody knows he's crazy and evil and he still just keeps getting promotions and keeps getting to do stuff and he's one of the greatest representations of power 
in the history of comic books. I really enjoyed them. All my honorable mentions is getting named, so I'm feeling good right now, man. If I would like one thing, I'd like to say though, if like with what Reggie said about he's the best example of power, it is Norman Osborn and Amazing Spider-Man specifically is the epitome of absolute power corrupting absolutely. You know, absolutely. It's just he's pure greed. He's Anybody that thinks comic books are below you, tell me the difference between him and Hamlet. Like, why are you looking down on us, man? These are true stories, man. And on top of that, anybody that looks down on people that read comic books, I just like to ask you, um, what do you fucking read? You know, like, let's all be honest. And secondly, when you tell me, oh, I read Twilight or John Grisham or Stephen King or God forbid, let me tell you you're about like Chris, Brew Baker, my favorite comic writer in the world. But let me tell you this: you're gonna be like Chris and be like, I read biographies. Okay. Cool. I read biographies. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I'm saying, but there people out here that talk like Chris doesn't talk down on comic books. He's just like I read biographies. But I'm saying there's people that talk down on comic books. I bet you they read Sports Illustrated, if that. Yeah, they they're can. like, oh, I read Playboy for the for the articles. That's what, and then they're talking down on comic books. Like, why don't you get out of here? Speaking of comic books, let's get to my number three, so I can get real nerdy on them. His name is Craven the Hunter. To be announced. I knew you were going to do this. And I was like, no. I, I was like, we're not. We're going to do that later. But I'm talking about Craven for the comic books. Is that the same Craven you have? Yes, nigga. It's the same one. Specifically from Craven's Last Hunt. But if you wanted to extend it further out, too, you oh, can. No. Like- <laughs> Specifically from Craven's Last Hunt. We're going to get yeah, into it. We can wait. Like, what are you talking about? So, Chris, what is your number three? All right. So, number three. We talked about the daddy. Now let's okay, talk let's about get the into sun. It. Let's get into it. The new goblin coming in at number three. You know, I'd like to say, what's the ruling on him calling him the new goblin? I, I literally was like, he's not, he's not the new goblin. Goblin Junior coming in at number three. No, also, also incorrect. Man is the hobgoblin. The hobgoblin you can use. The new green goblin. Get the hobgoblin. He wasn't even the hobgoblin in that movie, though, because he didn't go orange. He stayed green. That's true. He stayed green, green, but that's because they wanted to be like, he found his daddy's stuff, but the, he, he's the hobgoblin. This motherfucker is way too loose with them fucking pumpkin bombs to be the green goblin, okay? James Franco, gotta go orange, man. You gotta go orange, man. You gotta go orange. the hobgoblin. You know, what they said was Sandman's already orange, so we gotta like, mix it up. That's what they said, so that's why they kept him green, but trust me. So he you got to tell me about him in the comic book. So in the comic book, it's literally, like I said a second ago, with Norman Osborn, he makes Harry crazy. Harry, like, goes crazy, thinks he's the goblin, turns into the hobgoblin. The difference goblin. in the comic book is we spent decades with him as Peter's best friend. So when he turned, it was like Shawn Michaels kicking Marty Jannetty through the glass window. You know what I'm saying? It was I would a say huge it, deal. It was, it, to me, it was, it was bigger than that. To me, it was like, if for some reason Hawk just decided to murder Animal out of nowhere, like it was bigger than that. This was a man who you literally never suspected. You always knew Shawn uh. Michaels was going to turn on Marty Jannetty, even though you didn't want him to. You, for Harry to turn, just, it was, you couldn't it was, you couldn't see it coming. And uh, I will say this: I really am. It's just too KD early. The story hasn't. I would say. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. I would say it's more like. Uh, I don't want to say Kobe and Shaq, 
but maybe Shaq and Penny. Like that you they're like boys and then Shaq's like, I'm going to LA because you get KG hurt. and Stefan. <laughs> Latrell Sprewell and uh Coach Gundy. That's what I think. <laughs> BJ. <laughs> Anthony Mason and any teammate. How about that? So I think Damn. the only thing though is uh I really honestly for me in terms of comparing Harry, I think once we see how the story truly finishes and give it a little time, I think Kendrick might be better than Hobgoblin, honestly. I like what they're doing now with Harry, because that's that's a much better story. And now we're at the deuce. So now it's time because I don't there's only one answer for number one. At least I, I think there is. Maybe you guys don't know the truth. So number two is when we're going to talk about Craven the Hunter because number one is number one. And uh, if you want to just read one run in the comic book, if you want to just get one trade of Spider-Man and be like, hey, where should I start to like get why Spider-Man's like awesome as fuck? Start with Craven's last line because that is... Demetrius. Zach. You're getting a great pairing. You're getting a great story. You're getting great mental insight. It's, it's deep, man. I don't want Thomas to get too deep into it where he spoiled it for you. I was I definitely going he to. He thinks since it was <laughs> so old, he could spoil it. Yeah, like it's old, I can spoil it. But some people might get the Marvel Universe today, and they can read the whole thing like it's new, man. I've been reading old stuff like it's new. I just look at it like it's a selling point. You know, people, I was too young to see the Matrix in the theaters. So I already fucking knew everything that happened in the Matrix. And guess what? That movie still was fucking awesome when I saw it. When I was at Blockbuster and I convinced my family to let me rent this movie. (laughs) Shout out to the Craven from the animated series, too, in the 90s, man. Did a good job with him. Yeah. But when you talk about Craven, man, Craven's Last Hunt really set it off, man. Craven the Hunter. Craven. The so he definitely was my number three. I mean, he was Thomas's number two. He's he's so great. But what's your number two, Reg? I'm just curious if we flip flopped and you got, unless you got somebody random in here like Rhino for no At reason. Number two, <coughs> we got the greatest boss of all bosses in New York City. So uh, okay, the, m- more of a daredevil villain, so he's lower on my list solely because of that. To me, he's a Spider-Man villain. We talk about Kingpin, and this is from the 616 comics. And I want specifically the Kingpin from the J. Michael Straczynski and John Romita Jr. run in the late 90s, early 2000s. He wants the big box. Really killing it, man. I want big ass Kingpin running it all. I want him throwing Bullseye and throwing Electra and having like running all the gangs in the city. It's a beautiful thing, man. Kingpin. He brought yeah, that he, Godfather feel to the Spider-Man universe. He was definitely really close, and he's in my honorables because I love him. But like I said, he's just he's my number one Daredevil villain. So you gotta save that. Shout out me. to the Kingpin from Into the Spider-Verse. Hell yeah! But to me, if not the Jarmuda Junior Kingpin, it's got to be again current Kingpin. Although I like the Spider-Verse Kingpin, they did that really well. But current Kingpin, Mayor Wilson Fisk is great. Fucking Shout with out the to the Kingpin from the stuff, Netflix but. universe. Oh, Vince Nafrio with that car door. That was some crazy Also, shit. the Kingpin that just showed up in Fuzz. Shout out to Kingpin Skinny Pimp. Okay. All right, Chris, what's your number two? And if you say the number one, I'm going to be mad because it's number one. So what's number two? Number two. 
Birdman, Birdman. Shout okay. out to Michael Keaton with Vulture hey, coming in at number see? two. I thought this would be really high on your list for two reasons. One, it's Michael Keaton. And two, because you didn't read the comics. So I was like, you're going to think Vulture's the fucking dopest thing ever. Hey, he was dope in that movie, especially on that big screen. Yeah. And I always like his acting, man. The I acting. find out that he was the dad. Bro, to me, though, the best part about that whole movie, besides the dad scene, which was great, but it's like just the actual wings. When he comes in and descends and stuff, they actually got the, like, the sound for his wings to make it actually be terrifying and seem intimidating as well. He's not. And when he kills that one, his one henchman is like talking like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this. And he was like, bro, I thought this was like a stun gun. What the fuck did you just have me? He's like, no, I, that kills people. <laughs> like, you know you in good hands, man. My man been in both universes. He's been Batman and Spider-Man. I see Michael. Okay. But I definitely loved him in Birdman. That was a great movie. Birdman. I'm more preferential to Mr. Mom. You know, I take it back. Don't ever I'm do just that. kidding. It's Batman Returns. <laughs> nah, what was the movie Gung Ho? Did you ever see that movie? Nah, I've been seeing Gung Ho. Have not. Dude, my feet was some weird shit back in the day. Yes. But it's time. I'm assuming this is consensus number one. Although I, I'm interested because y'all might pick. It might be movie. different versions though. Yeah. But number one, hands down, Dr. Otto Octavius, Doc Ock. Thank you. For name, character, number powers, one. Number story. one for me. However, number I'm one curious. For me. Did you guys pick the? I'm sure Chris picked the movie version. I did not. Even though I love Alfred Molina so much. I love him so much. But Alfred Molina doesn't. Like, it's not. It's as close in the movie version as you could get, but Doc Ock from the comics is is unbeatable. You can't. Well, of course, I've never read a comic, so like that. The only comics I read was in a newspaper. So yes, I'm definitely going with the movie version. Hey Thomas, huh. can I interest you in Brian Michael Bendis? Yes, sir. Can I interest you in Mark Bagley? Hell yes. Then can I interest you in the Ultra Beast Spider Man? Dr. Otto Octavius. The best Otto Octavius. I'm telling okay. you. Dude, I'm telling you. By the way, if you haven't read Ultimate, I mean, I, I personally, I'm more of an amazing Spider-Man, but I know Reggie's more Ultimate. That's not here nor there. But Otto Octavius and Ultimate Spider-Man is next level. Mark Bagley is the best artist to ever touch Spider-Man. You know, Tom McFarlane was cute, but it was unrealistic. Mark Bagley is giving you that real, real, real cute, cute, cute. Shout Bagley's so good team. that he's come back and he's doing Amazing Spider-Man right now. They were like, damn, it's so good. Let's just keep him coming back. He's He's been out for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah, let's bring him back. <laughs> he's been drawing Spider-Man since the 80s, baby. Yeah, and Doc Rock's so good he, in this uh, PS4 Spider-Man game. He, like, you got to experience it. Imagine reading that over the course of years, not like, Playing it out in the course of six hours, you to have it was good in the to, game too. Uh, oh, no, it was great in the game, but I just feel like if kids didn't know, they don't get the build of truly thinking that Dr. Otto Octavius is like a hero and gonna help out. You know, in fairness, he does show up in Spider Man number three, so it's not like he had to wait long to be a villain. But I'm just saying, this is day one, you gotta love Doc Ock, you gotta love him. Chris and loved love, him, and he just met him in the movie. I would say I do love in the movie how it Alfred Molina is able to make it seem like uh, the tentacles are alive. You know, like it's like he's dealing with them. It's an emotional thing. I feel like that sells it. Like he does a really good job of that uh, and feeling like there's a relationship with fucking CGI arms. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> What's your favorite scene? From the from the movie, Chris, with Doc Ock, like uh, the bank heist, the train. Like, what's your what favorite? do you think of when you think of? I think of him rising up with all those damn arms at the end of the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's what I'm thinking of. See, for me, it's always got to be the the bank heist. Wait, chunks that car into the fucking bank, and Aunt May almost gets killed, and then he's just like cl- like just destroying Peter up the fucking skyscraper, and you're just like, this is. Thank you. Like you got it. He's he what he fucks like Spider-Man always wins against Dr. Ock in the comic books with a sucker punch. Like literally, he does not beat Doc Ock ever in a fight. He just like you doing something and then get distracted him, sucker punch, and that's how he wins. He can't ever do that. <laughs> he can't win. Y'all got all my honorable men just really because I don't really uh I don't fuck with that many Spider-Man villains. I got yeah. some honorables uh that were not mentioned, and it's and don't be wrong, they're on honorables because they're fucking silly. Um, but I do really like Kurt Connors, Dr. Blizzard, Dr. Kurt Connors, I like him, uh, and Sandman, but in the comics, because Spider-Man 3, Sandman is not great. Uh, we did mention Kingpin and Mysterio, but last but not least, I had to put a stupid one on here, because I, I just love how stupid he always is. Shocker. What's up, buddy? Like, just so dumb. Uh... So dumb. Uh, you know, like, you just watch something so stupid sometimes, like Marco Stunt, you just love it. It's, that's exactly what Shocker is. You're just like, yeah, man. Shout out to Bokeem Woodbine. Just out here get, doing your best, bro. Just doing your best. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Since we had to wait all year for Spider-Man, and that was some bullshit, you had to wait all year for this list and this topic, but that's just because we had to wait till the end of the year to judge it. But this time, it's a couple time. weeks early. Uh, a couple, couple weeks early, but we're going to do it anyway. Top five albums of 2021. Okay. And why did we pick this? I'm just curious. I was just like, I've been what doing this every year since I met the crew, man. We always do tape of the year. You always do your top five tapes. Am I right, Chris? Ever since, like, that's that's right. the group chat, like, we want to hear your top five tapes. So, let me get mine out here, and I'm probably going to have to get it out again. And again. It's that time because whose tape is about to come before the end of the year? Jay Z, he's gonna drop a tape like Lemonade, day before New Year's, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck, that was gonna be number one." But you put this out in the ether, and everybody's gonna think you. Big talking boy and Sleepy Brown. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna put out the way you move too. Wiz got wings. Wizzle got wings. Wizzle got everything. All right, what's your topic? I got. Let's start. Let's start let's, with you. Since let's see how far you make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, was, this, wait, was this hard for you guys before we start on this list? Very, doing very. the top five? Nope. Because I'm going to be hard. I'm gonna be wrong the hard you. part for me was five. The fifth one. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. the fifth one is everything else was easy breezy. The hard part for me um, was six through ten. Because I just. Don't right. I, didn't do those. I didn't go that far. I don't. I don't listen. I don't listen. Well, you'll see on my list that there's a theme. I don't listen to a lot of new music because I was secretly born in like 1953, and so I just listen to old music. I don't know what to tell you guys, but I Reggie, want nobody to get their hopes up because the theme for me is rap. I got five rap tapes. Rap tapes. Reggie Stimson. I got rap, four and rap, a half. rap, 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 rap. 
Four and a half. Four and a half. But Let's number five. Five. It was hard to get here, but I got here, man. The house is burning. Shout out to Isaiah Rashad. Boom. And number five. Let this me, album is let not me, good. Let me buzz it. Let me buzz it. Let me buzz it. Can I buzz it? This album has super, skips. Super, There's... super fan. Not shout out True life. Story. R.I.P. Young. You know what I mean? Well, shout out to the Reggie. Reggie, was this genuinely worth waiting years for? I think not. I want to say this as a person that didn't wait years for it. Before this tape, Isaiah Rashad wasn't in my top 20. I wasn't looking forward to his next tape. When I heard this tape, that's when I became a real fan. And now I'm looking forward to his next one. Well, I'll tell you this. For but four I years, wasn't looking for it. I wasn't waiting for this one. For four and this years. one, this tape absolutely to me is, and that's what I like to say because I heard this wasn't a good year, but this was a good year because every tape on my top five was an A. And this I'm shit was an A minus tape. For four years, I had to listen to all of Isaiah Rashad's old shit and listen to my partner go on and on about how he ain't put out new shit. And then I was like, hey, did you see he dropped a new album? And we put that on. And the look on of disgust on her face as she was listening to this terrible album. And I was like, you know, this Damn. doesn't sound like all the stuff. Wow, that terrible. Terrible yes. album. Wow. Yes. I spent four years listening to all his old stuff and getting accustomed to that, used to that, liking that, I'm, feeling that was that, good. That lets and me this know. Is not. Because I, I was going to go listen to his old stuff, but that lets me know not to. No, this his old like stuff this is tape. genuine. So I don't want to hear no old not. shit then. Everybody this I know, shit is that you would like his old like, stuff. You would like his old stuff. Everybody this shit, I don't think it sounds like what he put out on this one though. This shit yeah, was a juicy different. J tape, man. This is what yeah, I, want. I don't think it's us. It was a juicy like J that. tape. I want a juicy J tape. Uh, I don't want to he hear. Was, his... He was on some tribe shit on old shit, right? Yes. What shit? Trap shit. It was better. Uh but speaking of number five, we'll get as you'll see from my list. I'm not interested. So my list, uh You'll notice a theme. Like I said, I don't really listen to a ton of new music. I like stuff from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and earlier to an extent. But uh, there are some things I like that currently come out. So number five from earlier in the year, March, April, I don't remember. The plugs I met too, GSF. And my thoughts are too, be a now. Okay. (laughs) Well, we'll get to it then. All right, Chris. Number five. Number five. The only album that's not a hip-hop album or rap album of mine. And I enjoyed this album. And I believe she might have had the best song of the year. Whoa. Close to it. If she ain't, she's definitely up there. Number five is Her, Back of My Mind. Great tape. I haven't listened to it, so I can't. I want to know it. which what song you call the song of the year. Oh, damage! Damage is definitely top five, but it's definitely like top three for me. The only her songs I listen to are the ones she plays at the Oscars because she always gets nominated because she puts out good music, but I don't listen to the rest yeah, of it. Unfortunately, nah, shout out to Damage. Shout out to Find a Way. Shout out to the actual title song "Back in My Mind" with Ty Dolla Sign. Come through. Come through was a jam. Yeah, Paradise is cool. 
It didn't make my humble mentions, but that tape was nice. Yeah, yeah. Slide is on there. Slide is probably my favorite. That's the YG joint, then. Yeah, yo, yo. Yeah, that's my favorite song on there. Yo, yo. Okay. Well, it's time for number four. Apparently, this is where the easy part came in for y'all. So let's get into it. Let's get into it then. Number four. Call me if you get lost by Tyler, the creator. I'm gonna run down my songs again, man. Shout out to name, Run It Up. Number Jack. What's your name? That was a hell of a tape. And what he did on that tape that I really love, that I always love, is he had the nigga go there yelling. Oh, uh, drama. You got your DJ. Yeah, drama's the best at it, too. But Khaled was good at it, too. It's a, it's a few that Clue was good at it, too. Can't nobody be Clue. Got your DJ. Clue's the reason why I can't scream on shit. Yelling all on your tape, all in the record. <laughs> that, man. that gets me hyped. Okay. Well, speaking of gets me hyped, number four, very simple. Maybe you guys will have it higher. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Uh, but I like me some J. Cole. So I got the offseason. And my thoughts are too being out. Yeah, shut them down twice. Hey, at least it makes me feel better about my list, even though uh, I told you I was like, I don't listen to a lot of music. Well, the music I listen to is worth it, I guess. <laughs> Chris. What's your number four? Number four. The Plugs I Met Too by Vinny the Butcher. Okay, honorable mention for me. I yes. heard the plug talking and I'm talking back. You got, uh, when talking about so, so, you got so many good songs on the South. Like, it, it's changed. like. No skips, just run hey, through. Just run through. What's your favorite, Thomas? I think my favorite on there is No Instructions. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I'm talking back. I don't know. They're all there's so many good ones. Got my money off a of plug talk. Something off a of drug talk. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely my favorite, and that was my favorite beat on there too. The one that slept on too is legendary. Oh, that one's great. Yeah, and in my opinion, that was the best tape. Griselda put out this year. Wrong. Okay. Wrong. Yeah. yeah, Because it's, yeah. 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 Again, the answer. I know Thomas is going to disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Although the one he got, man, that was tough too, man. That's my. But anyway, before we get into any of that, Reggie, what is your number three? Trace. Twa. Let's be honest, man. Little baby and little Dirk that they got. Hey, my number three. What does Reggie call that? When you, when is when you when you when you made your uh Acon pick? What do you call it? Oh, that was Enrique. Enrique. Voice of the heroes, baby. Hold on, let me set my list, man. You said little Dirk. Get my piece, man. Up the side. One of my songs of the year featuring Young Thug. And then, okay, Lion. I mean, that was a goddamn tape. Hops off. That was a tape. And it accomplished one of my favorite goals. It finally got Lance to pay attention to what Baby was saying. And everybody knows my love for Baby. And actually, I have to admit that I didn't like Dirk before this tape. I honestly was a Dirk hater. 
and then this tape came out and it changed my mind quick because I realized he was saying shit. He just needed the right mode for it, man. He might have just needed to only do one verse a song. That, <laughs> that might have been yeah. what he did. But that Not goddamn tape, and y'all know how I do it. I'm running by what songs did I listen to the most this year, and I listened to the fuck out that tape. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to baby. Shout just like, what am, what am I listening to over and over again? And my number three, you know, surprise, surprise, like I said, there's a theme in my list. Number three, I don't think either one of y'all going to have this, but I don't give a fuck. Hitler wears Hermes 8, side B specifically, <laughs> West Side Gun, baby. Talking about Hell on Earth Part 2, Riches, Celine Dion. This album is fire. Oh, I bang it all the time. Hey, this is about this. In the middle of Celine Dion, West Side cuts in a nit. Botwinkle promo that is fire as fuck, where he is just tearing Mean Gene alive. And then he cuts back and he's like, oh no, it ain't over. Fly guys back to rapping. And you're like, this is the, and the beats, some of these beats. Oh my God. I, I think yeah. that's where, you know, like we disagreed on Isaiah. I think me and Thomas disagree on this because I think it's my least favorite Hitler, man. Nah, nah. I like this way better than Side A, like the first part. Like I, I like, like, I like, like Side B. I didn't. I haven't listened to Side B, but I like the first one better than Who Made the Sunshine. I did not like that one as much. Oh, but Who Made the Sunshine's got Butcher and the Blade on it, and that song goes hard. Yeah, that song go hard, but as far as the whole tape, I like the Hitler Where's Hermes better. I hate the title, though. Can we get rid of the Hitler? Yeah. Well, hey, I'm just saying, they got the Devil Wears Prada, and Wes wanted to make Hitler Where's Hermes, so. Uh, but yeah, that, no, that's uh, if you like I said, go listen to Hell on Earth Part Two, listen to Riches, Celine Dion, and then you know, when you're done with that, because it didn't come out this year, you can go back and listen to Who Made the Sunshine, and so you can, like I said, you can run the Butcher and the Blade, <laughs> and you know, I can't remember what the same, but it, it's so good. Hell yeah, this bitch, well, we'll get into that in a second. So, Chris, what is your number three? Number three. Number three. Uh-oh. I'm going to wait on Reggie to cut me off. Is he about to do it to me? I'm sitting here outside. G5. <laughs> outside. I'll be out of here losing fees. I mean, it's Honestly, just it sounds like it's a fair trade to me. It's a one thing. I'm still Stop it down, outside. man. You know better. But like... <laughs> My feelings on that trash are already, uh, already known, so we're not going to worry about that one. That's the Enrique pick for both of y'all right there, but okay. <laughs> Let's yeah, move into number nine. two. Slipknot's great. They didn't put that album this year, though, so they can't be on the list. For Reggie, number two. Two. Number two, y'all know who the fuck I am. Shout out to Young Thug. Shout out to Punk. We talk about faces. We talk about dropping jewels, stress, bubbly, stupid, all my jams. Young Thug did it again. And like I said earlier, man, it happened again, man. Lance finally stopped and paid attention. And Thug put it in the right position. And First, Chris can't even hate because Chris know. 
We was on the group chat like, Chris, you got to bump this shit, man. It's a cool take. It it's not top Yeah, five. he pulled himself cool together, man. It's a cool take. And for, for you, a cool take. And we talk about one of my favorite rappers. So it's uh, for me. I like the last young number take better. Two. To me, it's just wife left young. That's just, that's where it peaks. You know, that's my favorite. Can't beat that. But you know what else you can't beat? My number two, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's just a little early. I couldn't truly put it at number one, but I love it so much. Uh, it's more like a little bit of that 70s soul and funk. Some of that, I'm going to leave the door open. I'm going to leave the door, door open. open. You know? Or how about this bitch got me. How much could you really listen to it already? Diamonds on oh, you neck. Diamonds on I listen to it. It's like Wu-Tang says again and again and again and again. Somebody yep. is gonna be hearing Skate this in the far baby. future, and I want to let y'all know Skate. this tape ain't been out there. I wanna get yeah, he's gonna, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna have it in his top five next year. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say this tape ain't been out that long. No, it just came out with Thanksgiving, and then when it came out, I don't give a fuck. I probably listened to this tape at least 15 times already. Like this tape is fire. I love this tape. So yeah, like, Silk Sonic, uh, by the way. I ain't gonna hold you. It's definitely a good I tape. like the fly jam. I ain't listened to the album, but we playing the uh fly as me joint. That that bug jam. They should have put that song oh, yeah. out first. Uh yeah, I want you, I want your baby to be with somebody as fly as me. Somebody this <laughs> honestly, I already like Bruno Mars and I already like Anderson Pack, and then together it's just a match like made heaven. Having fun. It's so it's so great. It's so great. And uh, just I'm telling you right now, I don't care how old your auntie is. Get her this tape right now, because she needs to jam it in the kitchen. I'm telling you right now, get your auntie this tape. She needs it. Uh, Chris, number two. Number two. Speak of the young thug. He was executive produced from this man, and I quote. If I bet it on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on the nigga, please don't greet me with the pal. I be saying out the way, but if the beef do come around, put an M on your head. You Luigi, you brother, Luigi now. brother now. They call the offseason <laughs> coming in at number two. You think I was going to let you slide without getting that Mario line in there, Reggie? Uh, what's the thing about that? You like that? I can be your hero, baby. I can take away your pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will stand by you forever. That's, that's, that's how you feel? You. Don't do, don't do the off-season <laughs> like that, I, I will say this, so me and Chris both feel like the off-season does take your breath away because it's that good. That and Reggie's over here just me, being Sorry with 95 South, even though Reggie be the biggest hater in his life. But shout out to Pride is the Devil. Shout out to Punching the Clock. That's one of those songs I appreciate till like later on was Punching the Clock. This nigga put the M on his head. Hey, the climb back is probably one of my favorite joints. Let go my hand. Shout out to Allie. Me and Allie be jamming. Let go my hand. You know, don't ever call me a Jayco headed because on the Young Thug, one of my favorite songs is "Distressed," and Jayco's is on there. Actually, you know, not putting yeah, M's on niggas' heads. Jayco executive <laughs> produced the Young Thug out by like with hot and 
Okay, and Twenty One Savage joint, man. That yeah, a lot. He just but needs to do it for money, himself. Yeah, you Luigi brother now, man. That's one of the top five lines of the year. I don't care what you said. Uh, I'm disgusted. I wish somebody would have had that topic because I would. That would have made. Lance got my back. What up, Lance? What up, Mike? What up, Jerm? I see y'all. What up, Dez? I know y'all got. Y'all niggas ain't riding with Luigi, is you? They ride with me. What up, Rick? You the only one didn't put him on the list. That's the problem. You the only one didn't put him on the list. Everybody else put that tape on there. Not with more. All right. Well, let's get to your trash. I've been paying attention. Let's get to that trash. We'll get to the number one. Quick pass in a hurry. You know what I mean? Mama not around. <laughs> Daddy not around. <laughs> Shout out to the certified lover boy himself. Wheelchair Jimmy. I'm throwing bands in this bitch. Let's go to this bitch. I'm throwing bands in this bitch. Absolutely. That, hey, TSU is definitely my favorite I'm in too deep. Now while I'm here. I'm in too deep. Name all my songs. I'm in too deep. TSU, Knife Talk, Pipe Down. You only live twice. Come on now. Hello. Real Thanks. niggas deserve to live twice. Plastic yeah, he- pork and some fried rice. <laughs> <You're> so- <laughs> Come on, yeah, man. Race my mind. James Bond has Air to be on the twice movie. I want you to race my mind. I got the key. I could just name Play. Since you coming home intoxicated. The bottom line is, my name is Reggie Stimson. What do I like? I like rap. What's my second favorite kind of music? Pop. And guess what that nigga is? He's the poppiest rapper of all time. They say, Reg, do you love the Fresh Prince? I say, yeah. That was my first CD. (laughs) Beatles of rap. Certified level boy. Drake at number it's just a, a boo, just a a hard boo for crazy. me. So now we can hear your argument for why that mediocre album is number one. Mediocre, you can get the fuck whoa, out of here. Oh, we call it mediocre. Wow. Just so we can all be clear, fuck my brother right now for that oh. comment. <laughs> Specifically, the middle one. Yeah, the middle. Oh, uh, but number one, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just uh the nap of albums. Evident you don't have the better intelligence to kill the body. You just go for the head and you sever it. Melon get the shell in it. Evidence never a shred of it. Bezel is mean. Bust down president. Tell him it's machine. Talk to him. And yet you haven't seen the worst of it. Every beat I get on, I just leave earth on it. Number one, I listen to this album at least. A machina. I'm not even, this is, I, I give no fucks if y'all judge me. I listen to this album at least three times a week. Fuck all y'all if y'all don't like this album. La Machina. Who you think? Conway the Machine. You. Are you fucking kidding me? You got KD, Blood Roses, Sister Abigail, Scatterbrain. I don't, like, you don't even understand the fact that 630 tip off, or like this. 630 tip off. Bruiser Broken. There's so many good songs on this album. It is so good. I had to so hustle. Good. I had to hustle. I want to say something I to all the fans out the there. This one ain't the time. Because he obviously disagrees. But I want to say, 
If I had to list my top 20 rappers in the game today, that nigga Conway would be on the list without a doubt. Like, I wouldn't even have to think twice about it. But album-wise, I haven't got mine yet. Yeah, you tripping. It took me a while to understand a lot of my Is this album. one yours? Nah, nah, I like La Makina though. I got that in honorable mentions, but um, and I had it in the top five until her and Drake came out. So, I so mean, what's yours? What's mine's? What's your uh your Conway? Come on, man. Oh, my favorite Conway. Yeah, what's your Conway? That's what I want to know. Like, what's your oh, Conway? like my favorite Conway album is from a king to a god. See, for me, I would take Reject Two or. Everybody is food too. One of those two, but <clears throat> I love every Conway album because Conway God was dope. Me. We outside, we outside. All my niggas outside, we outside. That was I love me. Everybody is food too. Is the best one. Thank you. Everybody is food too. But also I'll, like but there's too. Like we was talking about earlier, skips man. It's it, it loses the skip battle. You know, but I love Conway. I think Griselda. I like I mean, that joint with Armani Caesar on that. Makina too. I can't remember what it's called. I'm just, you know, like. But I want, I want Enrique you for that because I definitely didn't give that album less than a C. I think I gave the album a B. To be frank, I think it was a B for me. I for me, I would say it's been a little time. Go back. I don't know if you've really listened to it lately. Go back. It just it has so many good beats, good verses, and everybody sleeps on Conway. I'm telling you, he like. I've had this conversation. You could before. tell he's in Atlanta though, working on that Makina album though. I like uh, everybody in Griselda. I really do. But Conway just has the wildest bars, in my opinion. He's just saying the wildest shit. Nah, oh, man. Conway. Benny is the you one know? like T Mac. No, Benny is great. And Benny is, I think, like the star. But I think Conway just says like just some wild shit. Oh, his bars you know? is crazy. To me, it's like, it's kind of like West Side is ODV. And you could say that Benny is like method or, you know, something like that. But then to me, I would say that Conway is like Ghostface. Just saying some wild shit that's just fire. We still got People something to get it. to, man. We still awaiting the, the number one. Yeah, for the man that, you know, got to throw it down, Chris. Yeah, put us all one? on albums. Let's be frank. He put us both on albums. So if y'all know that, then y'all know who my favorite rapper is. The Deuce? Uh, the and deuce then y'all out? know my We're favorite rapper dropped the best album of the year this year. Do that, you agree with me or not? He had the best producer of the year, too. I would yeah. give him the producer of the year award. Yes. And that's why he's one of the best in the game, because he recognized it and saw it and said, let's do these tapes together. Not only did he deliver the best album of the year last year, came right back, double back, and gave you the best album this year. Nas Can I drop a little? These two coming in at number one. Can I drop a little salt? Oh, I already know you gonna drop more than just. What took him so long? (laughs) We talking about the rapper that of all time has had the worst beats in the history of man. It took him forever to just find the hottest producer, make it happen. You know who always had the hottest producers? Before real greatest rapper of all time. Let me let me say this though, for the record, after Nas, Blueprint, I would say Nas has always been so good that he was. I guarantee you, Nas just walked in and said, "What beat you got?" 
Yeah, I'll just rap on that. He didn't care. That's what's great about Nas. He didn't right. make great beats to elevate. He was like, I'm making is, Hold on. Better. Pause, pause, pause. You said the words. He didn't care. That's what's great about Nas. Nah. <laughs> he knew what his fee so, was. That's what he yeah. liked. I'm saying he didn't. He wasn't trying to make hits. Yeah. Hold on, y'all not gonna y'all not gonna turn me into the Nas hater. No, you know what's funny, Thomas? Thomas, don't listen to him hate because one of his favorite albums from Nas is one of his like least best is Streets. The Lost Tapes. So don't listen to him over here. Oh, you like Streets? Did not have some of the best beats. Yeah, that was one of his favorite albums. Shout out to the best producer to ever touch Nas and the producer that he really should have made tapes only with. Large professor, shout out to uh, shout out to Premier too. I wanted that Premier tape. That's what I really wanted. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, imagine if Premier only worked with good rappers, because he wasted a lot of time with bad rappers. Hey, but Premier been hooking up with Griselda. Been doing a lot of shit lately. So wink, yeah. wink. Anyways, shout out to <laughs> East. Shout out to Forty Side. Forty Side is the song of the tape. Shout out to nobody. Lauren Hill kind of came the tape. The song on the tape, 40 Side. That's the one 40 I like. 40 Side is the song on the tape. I like Moments, too. Shout out to Jungle. I know you was in the booth, and I know you was responsible for that song because Nas ain't got that in him. I like Press. I like uh, Death Row East, too. Good tape. Shout out to Nas, man. Keep delivering, man. Keep delivering. Nasir. First. All right. Well, you, you say you didn't do no uh no six through ten. Twenty first side. Okay. Well, I got mine. Well, go ahead, man. Run your. Hold on. Let me say my number six before he do his long list. Right. 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 This was very hard for me, and the Isaiah Rashad just barely won out over the one, the only, self-titled Vince Staples. See, you should put Vince on there. Vince was a hard omission. But I just haven't bumped it enough. Very yet, so tough really omission for me. Put it up. But for me, honorables, you got the Bobby Tarantino three, because it's logic. You guys know <laughs> me. It's logic. Uh, huh? And then the what happened? Oh, logic, Bobby Tarantino three. You know, you see that drop? Yeah, I'm sure. Hold you on, I hear something in the background. I can't be your hero. <laughs> First off, how you gonna try to Enrique me for an honorable mention? Like, fuck you. I can't be <laughs> and then uh, that's not got, me. That's something coming from. I don't know where that's coming from. Man. I got uh, Near Atias, which is Chevelle's album that came out this year. Self Destructor, Peach. That's not, that's a good album. Uh, I got Mon- uh, Montero, Lil Nas X. You know, gotta rock a few songs off there. You know, and Thirty Adele. Because come on, it's Adele. And last but not least, because um, I had to listen to it incessantly for a whole year, so I put it on number ten. Uh, Planet Her, Doja Cat. I'd listen to that album nonstop all year. Do I like it? I mean, I don't know. I just, I oh my God. So... I feel so sorry for you. Our <laughs> like, bitch is brought to you by Enrique Iglesias. Our <laughs> mention is brought to you by Thomas's partner. So, you know, having to listen to a lot of this. I love too. I'm a big fan. That music gotta go, man. It can't happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Tay likes something, you're gonna listen to it, aren't you? Because you don't get a say. So that's what happens. The good news for me is Tay only likes R&B music from the late '80s and middle '90s. Yeah. Tay likes you. Will be like, 
Hello. All I gotta do is turn on the Spotify and type in New Jack Swing, and it works. <laughs> Chris, you got the honorables almost cracked your list. Uh, for me, my honorables would be La Makina. Uh, Money Bag Yo, a Gangsta's Pain. I thought that was a good album. Um, really don't have any. I didn't really jam. Like, I still go back and listen to some old stuff. DMX's album was cool. Polo G's album was cool. But other than that, man, I, I can't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to put Thug or Kanye in there. Maybe you Kanye. Really Maybe Thug Kanye, Kanye will be top uh, Hold on, man. Don't you ever like compare them and thug deserves that spot let me ask you this though you're not putting little nas you know any of that he gave love to the thug and he couldn't be an honorable mention he's doing this on the fly so anyway i really just did top five (laughs) hold on but before we leave the topic let me get real with the fans for a second man if you love music any kind we got you. Except country. Live from this. <laughs> I would love to hear my album one day. You know what music they don't have, though? I, I vividly. I, I sent it to does, you today. Does hey. live, let me ask this. Does Live from the Basement have a Christmas album yet? Lance, <laughs> get on that. Uh, don't give Lance any ideas. <laughs> it's time. You're going to be crude in the whole album. <laughs> Lance, Lance, seriously. Before we move on, you you gotta make that Christmas album just in That's case. Enough, uh, I'm gonna be throwing on there. Lance, like it, for, Lance Sinatra over there. The good thing is I'm 50. percent But hey, but we're that's what we're doing. Uh, you know, hey, it's still it's Christmas month, so because Chris and Christmas, you know, we had to keep going. So we're doing top five songs. Why songs this time, Chris? Why do you feel this? One? Well, technically, um, songs by artists, not carols or folk songs or just things that have like come through the area like you know who who really knows where jingle bells comes from i'm sure somebody does i don't care my point is that's like just a christmas song not on the list shout out to bc wine's version of jingle bell you know or like anything that you sing at church on christmas eve not on this list (laughs) shout out to travis kelsey shout out to travis kelsey with the game winner but that's neither here nor there Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. We are singing Christmas songs tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and elves and reindeers. Okay. We're gonna not have red nose ones though. Not the red A. Unless you Rudolph. We are gonna do the top five because we're gonna do something else for next week. So let's get into our top five Christmas songs, and I'll go ahead and set it off on the left, y'all. Set it off. Set it off on the right. right. Set it off. You got Queen Latifah set it off. <clears> five? That's crazy. Let's see here. Number five. Since I got, since I got to sing it, five. I got to do it how they would do it. Silent night, holy night, all is calm. I don't know exactly if you sound like it, but the Temptations version of Silent Night coming in at number five. Mother and child. 
to me, you sounded straight up like just like a six year old singing in the church choir. I was like, that's not that doesn't count. I was trying to do the Eddie Kendrick part, but you know, it's kind of hard to do the falsetto. You, like you were doing the oldest part with that voice, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, right, Reggie. Know that part, that part is the way. <laughs> but it's funny because you picture the temptations and I'm picturing Father Pat. Nah, Father Pat didn't see it like that. You talking about the cat <laughs> like that. I know what you're talking about. Good point. Father Pat sounded like a white priest up there singing. How was singing. That's how he was singing. But shout out to the Temptations version of Solid Night. That's the version I like for sure. And that's number five. Number five. Why, well, Reggie? Let's jump into your number five then. Okay, I got a riddle for you. This Christmas song is so famous; it's universal. But do you know the words? And when you hear the words, you are gonna know why I love the words. The moon is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's, that's enough. enough. Simply happy, wonderful, a wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> McCartney. Okay, shout out the moon and shout out my favorite Beatle. And I love the Beatles, baby. Paul McCartney with a wonderful Christmas. By the way, Paul McCartney's not your number one Beatle, and George Harrison's not the one you picked. You're wrong. You know, uh, I don't know how. how to make that more clear, it's Paul yeah, McCartney, George Paul. Harrison, Ringo, and then John Lennon at the bottom. But so that's Paul neither here there. For the Christmas Sam, because I like that. It sounds very trippy. And shout out to Paul's doppelganger replacement, his Dave, because he did a really good job after Paul died in that car crash. Having a wonderful Christmas time. Okay. okay. If you can't groove that in Victoria's Secret while your lady got you. Oh, home, oh yeah. Yeah. Why is she buying out the store, Reg? Tis the season. I wish she would. It's Black Friday. All right. My number five. We're going international, but everybody knows it. If you know the words, feel free. I'm nervous when we go international. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I'm about to take a shot to that. Hey, hey, Thomas, you know the version? Police lock me up. Have you heard that version? (laughs) Police lock me up. Yup. They want to wish me a sober Christmas. You got to go listen to that version. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Shout out to Jose Feliciano. Yeah, that's a yes. classic. Uh, number five, how to do it. it. It's not really Christmas until you hear it. It just makes, it always makes you feel happy. It brings you up. You see how happy it just made us, man. It's great. <laughs> it's great. You know, it's like a crown in a cherry Dr. Pepper. It's great. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a store slapper. Dez. Chris, what's your four? Four. All right, let's get how- to that four. Again, fool. Fo. Oh. 
Don't you give me all that job about who's around before who's alive. It ain't 1863. It ain't even 1970. Shout out to Curtis Blow, Christmas rapper. And the taste of the bass was in my face. Because around here, a story about a dude with a frilly attitude. <laughs> I know you was waiting for you to say that. You come down the chimney. Wearing red. I'm Curtis Blow. You heard what I said. That's <laughs> terrible. If he were here tonight, he'll say Merry Christmas and to all a good night. Shout out to Love your candy and candy canes. And here's Curtis Blow. Have all the. And here's a fun fact for those who, if they listen to the song and they say, hey, that beat sounds familiar. Yes, it do sound familiar because it was sampled by Next in the song Too Close. So when you hear Too Close, think of Christmas rapping. Yeah, because that's what you think of when you think of Too Close. <laughs> hey, how about I was jamming Too Close. No, real talk. I was jamming Too Close and all that. And then one year I listened to Christmas rapping again. I was like, oh, crap. That's what they sampled that from. <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah. But speaking of odds, Reggie, what's your number four? Well, I'm clear, man. This is number one out of two songs by this very man who owns Christmas himself. You know him as Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I know him as the GOAT. Let's see if he gets the right song on here. And this time... For the first song out of two, we're going for what Christmas means to me. Okay. okay. Number four. Oh. Uh, Nigga, I said we were singing he ain't the song. Because he don't know the song. <laughs> exactly. He just picked I never know the song. Then sing it, nigga. You don't have to sing the whole song. It's part of it. All these things and more. All these things and more. That's, That's what Christmas means to me, my love. love. Okay, I had to make sure. I was like, okay, these know the chorus. I might and not know the thing. Lots of mistletoe. Everything is right. Lance, listen to that auto tune. Lance, you can throw auto tune in that. When that Christmas album comes out, y'all gonna All these great beats. Like, you kidding me, man? You gonna pretend like I don't know the Stevie Wonder song, man? Gonna have fun, and we gonna have fun. Because hey, you was you was acting shy there for a second. I had to make sure we was good over there. <laughs> I thought you was gonna sing it for me. I thought the lesson of the story was that Christmas hitting all the hot notes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of hitting high notes, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to. Hold on, man. We not gonna we not gonna pretend like y'all didn't speak on the song, man. Y'all gonna pretend like y'all don't love that song. No, that's uh, all. It's, that it's good. I, I think there's a better Stevie song, but uh, hey, I'm yeah, I do too. We're gonna get to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's to be announced. Hey, shout out to Fantasia's version. That jams. I don't. Anyways, so my number four, I'm not gonna be able to do it in that same register. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in the low register that you hear, but it's not the uh, version I'm taking. Let Chris do it in the high register. Have yourself. A merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide game. Oh, See, he knows all of it. But I picked Judy Garland's version. 
because I like Wizard of Oz and Judy Garland. Because <laughs> you like old people's shit. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just so we're clear, why would I take Michael Bublé's version? And secondly, I told you all. Michael Bublé? I don't know who. I, nobody was thinking of him. She's singing oh, you were singing to Dean Martin, but you want the yeah. Uh, but I want Garland. the Judy Garland. Nah, you should have sang the Julie Garland version. Have yourself. I can't hit that. The... I just said I can't do that, so oh, I'm not gonna try. I sang it. Sing it like Julie. I... No, thank you. I'm not gonna embarrass myself. Like it's... you're crazy. Sing it like Little Judy. Judy. This out here for the public. No, thank you. But I will tell you this: and Judy Garland has a beautiful, beautiful our troubles voice. will be all. Have a golden day. Have a golden day. Oh, See the Ariana man. version. See the Ariana Grande version. Hard pass. That bitch looks donuts in the store and doesn't Down to a great Chris, song, man. What is your number three, though? Number number three. And this Christmas will be. To be announced. My thoughts are two. Hold on. Who's singing? Hold on. Who's singing? Donnie Hathaway. Shake her hand. Shake her hand. Y'all, y'all both. Y'all, you doing the Donnie Hathaway? Oh, come on, man. There's only one that's going to be in the top five if it's going to be that. Thomas's thoughts is to be announced. To be announced. Oh. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. Well, let's move on, Reggie, because it's to be announced for me. So let's move on for you. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. All those tiny tots. Many times, many ways. Oh, that dude skipped all of them. <laughs> yeah, man, we skipping all that, man. We ain't got all night. Merry Christmas to you, courtesy of Nat King Sing Cole, baby. Of- Everybody knows. Is it appropriate to say today? Absolutely not. <laughs> not even. No. I'm, so I'm we, if we're still water. Do I say let's go to Joe's and y'all know what I'm talking about? Do I have to say Fuzz Joe's? Fuzz Joe's, man. Autumn and Savannah, help me out. Buzz Joe's, man. What about that logo? That's definitely So fun. neither one of y'all had this on y'all list? No. Y'all I King Cole, man. The prior, King prior to uh, us recording, I told you he didn't make the cut. Sorry. I, he's um, not mention. I love that song. Trust me, it's top 10, but it ain't top five. It turns my Christmas up, man. I'm not going to well, light my fireplace, but I appreciate it. My three... I need personally uh, every year. Otherwise, it's not true. So I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just just like the one I used to know. Are Are we doing Bing Crosby? Hell yes, I'm doing Bing Crosby. That's uh, that's definitely number I feel like the mad rapper, man. I don't know why I'm mad. <laughs> no one know the, why did you make my list? <laughs> Cause you don't like. I ain't never dreamed of a. Whoa! Just cause you got white Christmases, you have snow. I live in Texas, so of course I dream of white Christmas. It's not an ice Christmas. They're two different things. 
But Bing Crosby, uh, old school staple. You know, I got to So, shout out Bing Crosby. <laughs> I'm fuzzing the shit out of that. <laughs> I said we were getting loose. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm having all the fun. Chris. <laughs> Is it Chris? Yes, yeah, Chris. How you mm-hmm. feeling? We are number, number two. two. Yep. Dose. All right. Dose margaritas, por favor. All right. Let's get to it. It's another Christmas holiday. It's like my thing to say, cause we're together. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. And the fire is blazing for me. Yeah. Gonna be so bad that we felt that. Come over here. Thing, that is AJ. Trim the tree. Yes, that was my sir. number three, man. That was competing with Paul McCartney like a motherfucker. That's my number six. What? Uh, yeah, that competed was, with Paul McCartney. <laughs> it was between that and but the man said the moon is right. Hey, I'm a cheese and Eve. got that in his top tier. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Hey, let's let's be clear. Ain't nobody made a top five that included that and white Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes both. It wasn't on the same radio stations. <laughs> Are you saying two Christmases, Reggie? Is that what you say? Okay, two Christmases. Two Christmases. Yeah, that should be a that's a Hallmark movie next year. Two Christmases. I know I could also watch it. Uh I could do back as a ghost, you see. The bank did us wrong, you see. Uh, all right, Reggie, what's your number two? Number two. Someday at Christmas, me movie boy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's be clear, man. Stevie Wonder owns Christmas because this Someday is his second song on the list. Someday at Christmas. If Maybe I don't hear it while I'm opening my gift. It looks great. Time. <laughs> That's no, playing loud that in the room while me and Tay is opening gifts while in the yeah. background we playing Ralphie. Yeah. How so, much y'all hate it on no the Ralphie. Damn yeah. Faro. Say no. Yes, shout out to Stevie no Wonder, man. Say hey. Someday at Christmas. Hey, shout out to Mary J. Did at least first. make your honorable mentions? Did y'all at least like notice it? I oh, did I not have Stevie in my top but 10. But make it. But didn't make it. Notice it. Didn't make it. Yeah, Sorry. Make He's Mr. Christmas, though. Hey, for I'm, you. Yeah. And you even know, mom didn't even slap it like that for our Christmas. But now, it's time once for you me. put me on a little bit, I, I fell in all the way. It's time for me. And this is what I'm talking about. This, is, this to me, is, again, all these songs are. Okay. Thomas about to drop here. a deuce on us. Number, number two. 
Number two, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it a little earlier, but once again, don't ever say he about to drop a deuce. Will be a very, <laughs> very special, special Christmas. Christmas. You'll see. Donnie Hathaway, baby. I'm glad that Donnie Hathaway got. Come on, put some soul in it, Thomas. Put some soul in it. Hey. Yeah. Hold on. Let me be so I can be clear and transparent with the audience. My thoughts on this song are to be announced. But my thoughts on this artist are not to be announced. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness. This man. Okay. There was number one that he did. He obviously blew past. But let's see if Chris got the number one right for the number one Christmas songs. Chris, hey, it might not be nothing to you, but it's the shit on this label, as what Mystical was saying. And here's my song. And shout out to my boy Flowers if you listen. I know he got my back on this one. <clears throat> so I'm offering my heart and soul in every single part I have to give myself. Hey, my love is what I bring to you. My gift to you. Shout out to Alexander O'Neill. My gift to you coming in at number one. I'm offering my heart and soul. Wrapped in the, first the time. of a hug and kiss. I'll meet the stains that I've gained to you. This wouldn't be my top to 25. Let's be this very clear that this is the first time I Alexander O'Neill has ever been number one baby. in anything in life. Shout out That's to crazy Alexander I'm with you, Thomas. I can't take away the pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will stand by you forever. Right. right. The man who got White Christmas up there in the top five is going to tell me hey. I can't hey. Hey. I don't have snow. So, yeah, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Y'all know that. <laughs> and the comment that, that was added out. Soul. I'm a this soul. This dreaming of Alexander O'Neill, y'all. <laughs> and you guys, you guys will understand and have more Christmas. Biggity, 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 black, y'all. Hey, Thomas, man. What what percentage of our audience has never heard that song? Never heard what? I heard it because I know, I know what K-Buzz is. I'm a part of this audience. I, this look, song. this audience, I can't tell you. I'm going to guess that this audience, outside of the realm of Wichita, Kansas. Shout out to Jimmy Jam and Terry I will guess producing such a great classic that gets slapped on the radio station. Less than, less than 15%. I guarantee you our sisters don't know this song. I'm and, and while I'm saying I'm this audience, man, come on, audience. And man. I'm telling the audience right now. Go listen Need to Alexander O'Neill, my gift to you. And then go listen to Bean Crosby, White Christmas. You tell me what deserves to be in the top of the top. Your bitch. Exactly. White Christmas. And White Christmas. Be like, Damn, if we do in the ranking of the Enrique's, Enrique award number one goes to Slipknot. <laughs> no, I'm saying on this episode, uh, of all time, it goes to Creedence Clearwater. This, no, not Creedence Clearwater. You be What's the name of that? What's Litter Skinner, this nigga picked a man <laughs> whose, whose logo is a Confederate flag <laughs> on the all black podcast. Oh, for the for the thousandth time, they just had the flag. They just had the flag. <laughs> and it, they were not racist. I don't know how many times we have to go through this, but you want to oh, keep yes. bringing it up. So 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 Thomas, you can't rep the Confederate flag and not be racist. Is that what you're saying? This podcast is four six black. 
just just for the record, <laughs> just just for the record, you can do it if it's 1970. They not today, oh. motherfucker. Skinner oh. was around 50 years ago. Oh. Five zero. Okay? I don't accept it. I don't accept it. <laughs> can you calm the fuck down? Literally, where, the niggas was just where alive. We at now? Where we at on the list? Because I'll tell you what, let us get it. It's but your number what, one, nigga. What is what's number the number one, one Enrique today? Today? What Chris just said. Are you fucking kidding me? Chris oh. is number one at number oh, one? Oh. At number one is a big step. <laughs> Let's get to my number one. Y'all go listen yeah. to the song and tell me what you think, haters. I guess, hold on. I guess the consensus hey. is. This song is number I one because all of us have it. No, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm confused. What version are you doing? What version are you talking about? I'm talking about the one and only Fuzz Brown, baby. Thomas. Nigga, you did not put Bobby Brown Thomas as the number no, one. No, not Bobby Brown. What's not worse? Brown. What I just did, what he just said. This dude Brown. Brown. Johnny Hathaway. What, bro? I would. I at least the Bobby best Brown I've ever heard in my life. Bye. I heard Bye. that movie. It blew my mind. Let the rhythm of the when I heard, take control. Let's be clear. When I'm in the mall and this Christmas time. You ain't heard no Chris I, Brown. If I don't Chris. hear Chris Brown tell me to hang low to mistletoe. Oh, my God. I like that version. Don't I look at you and, and the way you can hear the difference is the space. organ. Because it'd be like... Dun, 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 dun. You got me flying, got me flying like a tower to space. We're not going to pretend like we don't like Fuzz Brown on this podcast. Yeah, bailando. The blasphemy of you going to tell me about my pick. And you turn around and pick Brown. Over Donnie Hathaway's version of this Christmas. Hold on. The- hold on, pause. But then, but then if I say Fantasia's version of Stevie Wonder's song is good, you were like, oh, hell no. What are you yeah. talking about? You might as well disappear. But let's be clear. <laughs> we all we all chose this Christmas. I chose the version. He not that different from Donnie Hathaway's version. He's just a better singer and the music sound better. You chose a song. That I would say that's original for starters. Other people listening to this, I, Tay don't love nothing more than some old R&B. I don't think Tay has ever heard that song before in her life. I bet if you go jam it today, I bet it's gonna be a new classic in the household. I can 100%. tell you that I I think the only reason I've ever heard of it is because you and Mama y'all like that song, and Mama <laughs> actually thought that Alexander O'Neill was a real person. I grew up. Thinking that Billy Ocean was a real person. See, this is the disrespect because Alexander. I O'Neil thought Billy man. Ocean was way more famous than he actually was. Ooh. And the same thing with Alexander. Alexander O'Neill, O'Neill was. And the same thing with Frankie. Alexander Beverly. O'Neill was supposed to be what Morris Day was in the group until he fell out with Prince. But he he wasn't. He was supposed to be, but he was. But it's time for the real number one. All both of y'all fucked up. I was just to be clear, both oh, of y'all had Enrique's number one. My number one. Here. Here you go with this. His number one about to be Shirley Temple. My number one. I want to listen. My name is Thomas Jefferson Stimson II, and I have one queen. 
He about Her to voice pick the fake thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Number one, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, do it, Thomas. I love uh, it. What do you want this Christmas? Oh, Christmas? oh, my this God. This is all I'm asking for. Oh, my God. I, bro, I fucking love Mariah Carey. All y'all can eat a dick. Hey, I'm telling you right now. Hey, that's, that's in my top 10, but not number one. Number one. Mariah Carey's my number one singer of all time, so why would her song for Christmas oh, stop being the number one God. Christmas song? Y'all are all through that. I bet you are so happy. I bet you. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. Oh, oh, you know, I'll be in every store. I saw it coming. People always say, "Oh, they play the song too much." Christmas song, I know. What's the other Christmas song she do? That's oh, she just she covers all the other ones. That's the only one that's hers. And that's all I'm saying is that the fact that everything, oh, this is the overplay. It's no, it's overplayed because it's the best one. It's so perfect and good. You know what? Like, it's so great. They had the little black girl and love actually sing the song. Okay. It's that good. (laughs) Is that worse than Jamal? What? You just said the little black girl. Reggie, what's what's the girl's name? What's her name in in the movie? You see love actually. Hey, Reggie, she sounds like the token black girl. Chris, have you ever described somebody as the little black girl? Hey, Chris, have you ever described somebody as the little white girl? Have you I have. Look at the little white girl right there. I like Why is one okay the other night? I like to say the little girl over there. I'll tell you what, okay. <laughs> hey, just so we're all clear, <laughs> I can say the little black girl and the little white girl. Uh, just to be clear, I can say whatever it I fucking want. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. I'm waiting for him to say the dark one over there. <laughs> it ain't safe for the black or the white. Oh, you can say Jamal again. She's she's light skinned. She ain't she ain't very crisp. She's light skinned. She looks like she had a white daddy. She's like the color word now, man. You see that Jamal over there? Let's be hey, let's be real. I've called a few niggas Jamal. Guys, uh I think I think Jamal over there. Jamal Jamal over there, Robin Houses. Look, Jamal, I'm gonna need you to come over here right now. Put your hands on the pavement. Get, spread them. Spread wider. What, Jamal? Dude, my name is Morris. Jamal, I'm going to need you to spread them wider. You don't want to end up like mention, Ricky out here. Honorable mention. Give love uh, to, to Daryl. No. <laughs> First off, just Daryl. <laughs> I want to give him specifically love for my DFC. It's Christmas, Christmas time. And Hollis Queens. Mom's oh, cooking man. chicken. And Colin. And Rice stuff and macaroni and cheese. Cheese. That's it? Underneath the Christmas tree. I forgot what, what was underneath the Christmas tree. Hold on. We, and mom's presents of the Christmas tree. Something was underneath snow bright so bright. <laughs> And these are the Braves. Bring it bring up, it bring up. it up, bring, bring it up, bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. <laughs> I'm about to go jam that again. That's, man, Curtis, man, get some respect to Curtis. Hey, that's Curtis Blow standing over the nigga that just got the he can't wait. He can't wait to have some. <laughs> Breaks bring in the house. Up, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Enough to fit in Chris, what notes. honorable mentions do you have? <laughs> all right, so my honorable mentions are as follows. Mariah, all I want for Christmas. Nat Cole, Christmas song. Reggie already sang it. All right, how about this one, Reggie? 
And Thomas? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very, very next day, day you gave it away. So this year, I'll save you from tears. I'll save it for someone. Hey, is that George special. Michael? Oh, yeah. The hey, wow. technically, technically is a legend, man. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Rich Lee sorry. in the video yeah, doing nothing, but George Michael sings and writes the, wrote this whole Hold song. Hold on, What's his name? Andrew wow. Ridgely. Oh, okay. That's the, that's the guy that disappeared. I just, I, I disrespected him more than you could disrespect anybody that's in the duo. <laughs> <laughs> no Don't even know the name. No love for in the background, man. Let the <laughs> shine. Let for real. Why you doing for uh, us one thing? All right, and then. Buzz uh, that name. That's my number six, by the way. And then the, the few good men version of Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city. Yeah. You know who had a real good time to that? The Grand Wizard. That's my guess. That's it. Oh, That's right up oh there with White God. Christmas. And last oh but not God. least, <laughs> and last but not least, the classic from the emotions. What it's last day of lonely do for Christmas? What do the lonely do? What do they do? What do they do? Yeah, shout out to the emotions. I see. You know, what my guess on what they do is they find they a do game. cocaine. Like start a fire. Oh, they hands around it. It'd be like four of them, and they sing acapella. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Reggie, did you have any other honorables besides the ones you mentioned? You know, honorable mentions have all been mentioned. Okay. Well, like I said, I uh, last Christmas was my number six. So, and after that, uh, y'all are younger than or older than me. So, y'all, this is not for you. But people of a certain age, my age, this is definitely a Christmas staple. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and happy holidays. Oh, how In dare sick. you! Insane, baby. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Hold on. Let's all be clear. The Insync was for my generation. Let's be clear. What was it? I was like fourteen at the time. He was seven, and he think yeah. Insync was seven for him. Yeah, how much? How younger do you think I am? If you were fourteen, <laughs> I was nine. Secondly, a fourteen-year-old ain't supposed to be listening to boy bands. Fuck off. I was a child. That was my time. Hold on. Just about- like at that time was probably like sixteen. You think that was? Aimed towards my age or your Definitely age? not 16. My age. Justin Timberlake Dude. would have been my age. He's my age. Who was who is Justin Bieber targeting? Who is nah, you know BTS Justin targeting? Bieber, Justin Timberlake. I know, but they're all boy bands and like other and it's irrelevant. The point is we both liked it apparently. My mistake. You ain't honorable mention it. The point also, is that sucks. You guys disappoint me because neither one of y'all brought up oh, run, run, Rudolph. You don't like Chuck Berry? That's the difference. Yes. How old am I? I said I was 53. I was born in 1953. Okay. My soul is old. Nah, I'm you young. You guys, you forget that I'm Thomas Stimson the second. And I got a lot of Tommy Stimson in me. Okay. That's all I know. And that's all I came out of my time to represent from the NSYNC. Then I also got, uh, got the Sinatra lights. The Sinatra lights. No, you uh, don't either. No, you classic. don't either. <laughs> hey, he's trolling. He's trolling. 
Hey, listen. Let that is absolutely the Enrique pick of the way. How dare you? Number nine. Number it's number nine. I told you I watched Die Hard last night, nigga. What are you telling us? Oh, Green Eyes. You gonna you gonna tell us like oh Green Eyes? And speaking of, I got at number ten. I got knockoff Sinatra. It's the most wonderful time of Man, I'm disgusted. Andy Williams. Dude, do you shop at any mall in your life? Like, these are the songs you hear all the time. They're I shop words. at the mall. You say what version? Time. I can't believe y'all, what version both, y'all don't hear Andy Chris Williams. Brown. Come on, Andy man. Williams. You know, you the the Andy Williams. Version? Come on. No, man. he said Andy Williams. Andy. Johnny Mathis Mother fucking Williams. Okay. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Tripping, turn around and desert you. Enrique got loose. Anyway, Damn. speaking of getting loose, I think it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for the final say. Say, 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 say you, say me. I think we found the perfect Play it together. Uh, All right. Well, even though I'm not starting off negative, I'm going to start off hella positive because I don't know. I feel sorry for y'all, but I live in Dallas, Texas. So I get like really awesome things to happen around me all the time. So winter is coming happened last night. I got to go watch AEW live. And I, I feel sorry for all of you because I got to watch Adam Hangman Page and Brian Danielson. Yeah. The American Dragon. Going with 60 minute time limit draw in one of the best wrestling matches you will ever see. This, I literally, we, this, you, this was like watching Ricky Dragon Steamboat. This was like, I, I'm speaking of Brian Danielson just for the record because uh, the He's fact that this man. American Dragon for a reason. 40 minutes into this match, still doing jumping jacks, just having a good old time hanging out. The storytelling, you know, my lady isn't, she liked wrestling, but she doesn't keep up with she it. Went- so, Oh yes. So I told her I was like, hey, you know, you're my really wife lucky. loves to go. I was like, you're really lucky that you're gonna get to see Brian Danielson wrestle. I was like, yeah, hey man, Paige as well. And that's who we're rooting for. But Brian, so we're watching this match, and about halfway through, after uh, the Arnhem Moonsault, she just goes, "Fuck, these guys are just really fucking good." She's like, "I really love this Danielson guy. Like, I get why he's like a heel and stuff, but like, dude, I fucking love him." We got to see MJF live. We got to see Dante Martin. He jumps. Brian Danielson is my wife's favorite wrestler. She's seen him like okay. I'm four times, you. I think now. This but honestly, watch. I want to ask you one question. What? Right now, in front of our prestigious audience. <laughs> name the top three heels in AEW. Rank them. Oh, top okay. three. Only three. I don't want to hear honorable mentions. Number one. <laughs> number one, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Number two, the Redeemer, Miro. And this is where the th- it's hard because like, I got to pick now. Can I? Ooh, 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 ooh. Number three. Hmm. Damn. Want to pick? I want to pick some people so badly, but just in terms of pure love, just and technically one. they're a heel. The pure love and technically they're a heel. I'm going with Adam Cole, baby. Okay, Actually, I so back. I take it back. I'll take Britt Baker. I didn't think about the ladies. Britt Baker at number three instead of Adam Cole. I want, I'll so take now, is. is that the order you want to see them face the world champion? The order? No, I want it to go in reverse order because I want MJF to take it from Hangman and be the champ. 
Ooh, spicy. So what I'd like to see is I'd like to see Hangman defend against Adam Cole. And then I'd like to see him defend against Miro. And then I'd see him lose to MJF. Can I get Pac one time? Hell yeah, we can get Pac in there too. But Pac's not a heel. You asked me heels. So I would love to get Pac in there. But uh, no, yeah. Uh, This show is great. Malachi. Malachi. Oh, and Brody King is signed. So that's kind of, you know. There's a lot of greatness happening. Got to see CM Punk live. That was a treat. Didn't get to see him wrestle. You know, that's okay. But I got to see him still. Like I said, I got to watch MJF wrestle. Motherfucker wrestled 12 times this year. <laughs> like, that's not a, that's a, that's a significant treat. You know? They're protecting him like the Undertaker. He just comes out and talks shit. He doesn't actually do stuff all the time. But Chris, I wish you watched it. You could see me on TV. I was one of six people cheering for MJF. People hated it. I loved it. Yeah. A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. Got to see some great stuff. Got to watch Sheeta face Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb, fucking great wrestler. Just so everybody understands, you know, tactician. She's the female Dean Malenko. I don't know how to uh, describe that. She's the, the woman of a thousand holds, you know. Now we can get down to business to defeat the Huns. My final say. All righty. Which I think is going to shake the room. Boom. Shake, Uh-oh. shake, shake the room. Am I a selfish person? Yes. <laughs> Was I'm probably the most selfish person that most people in my life have ever met. And I say that with pride because guess what? I have no shame about it. They say it's better to give than receive. And I say, nope. <laughs> I love getting shit. And now, hey, giving shit is not, and I'm not the one that's known for it. And there's a lot of people laughing right now, man. I'm not known for it. Shout out to Mike, who's one of the most giving people of all time. Hey, he'll give you a drink in a second. Shout out to Lance, who's the most giving person of all time. He's literally giving me his time. But me, I don't love to give. But guess what? There's one day a year where I love to give. Nope. There's two days a year. Because I love my wife's birthday, too. But Christmas is the time of year when I get to shower my wife in gifts and see that look on her face when she gets all those gifts. And it's going to be a lovely occasion. And that feeling that I get, people like, yeah, you love it so much, man. You might want to try it throughout the year. Nigga, that's what I was my, thinking. I was like, my oh, answer is, is, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> and, uh, well, that's my brother right there, this nigga. I was going to ask you, Thomas, have you ever gotten anything from Reggie? Like anything? Not once. Didn't get something for graduating high school. Didn't get nothing for a birthday in my life. Didn't get nothing for didn't a take you like to get a meal and say, "Hey, let me let me take you out to eat." Or hey, Chris, no, yeah. th- have nigga, you ever got something that, this, that Mom or Terry didn't pay for, Chris? Let's be honest, I ain't never got nobody but take gifts. She's the only person I've ever bought stuff for. Reggie literally was Y'all like, hey, you want to come? His nephew, Reggie goes, pieces. you want to come to Kansas? Oh, I had CJ stuff. <laughs> He'll be like, you want to come to Kansas and uh, hang out or whatever? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. All right, well, talk about Oklahoma City. 
That's exactly what you did. You said, tell Pops to meet up Oklahoma City and I'll take you back the rest of the way. You wouldn't even come to Texas to pick me up, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, it's going to get dark. So I'm going to meet you in the daytime in Oklahoma <laughs> City like and Bridget. get back. It's going to get dark. <laughs> I don't drive in the dark. You don't do a lot of things in the dark. But yeah, like I, I say, you know, out the lights on. This is the motherfucker Chris. that's number one thing he was thankful for on Thanksgiving was he was alive. Not that we were in good health. Not that we were doing well. It was his number one thing was that he was in good health and alive. Like what are we talking I mean, at, about here? At the end of the day, the rest of it don't matter if I'm dead, right? <laughs> I'm the last of the Mohicans. Oh like this God. dude's out here sounding like Damian Lillard talking about like I'm gonna be the richest player when I'm 38 years old. Give me this big ass extension. What? No, oh selfish. Just selfish. Now, if I got rich, I'll break y'all off. If I'm winning the lottery, you'll be living nice. I would hope so, but that's what like his tail would make you. I don't know if you would. He would like not because he believes in socialism. I need to spread this nah. for all the poor people out here. Y'all, uh, Y'all wouldn't get as much money as Tay's brother would probably get. <laughs> I ain't playing all that, man. Because first of all, Chris got to split his money between his kids. I ain't giving them money. Chris... <laughs> Red is going to say, I got two yeah, brothers. Right and I ain't hey, giving them money. <laughs> hey, listen. He's going to tell the girls they got to split it because it's two of them. <laughs> I'm doing all the math for Thomas get half as much money as Chris because he got half as many parents. That's just yeah, so hurt, wrong. Man. That's Cindy so wrong. Some, Cindy get some dough though. I'll probably give her the dough to go to Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart though. That's how it would go. Give it to her and said, Dad, Dad. Oh, speaking of though, I don't know if I want to spoil it for you, but. We're, we're off this. This is worse than Pacers talk. This is so inside baseball. I don't know if you care about okay. this. Chris, what is your final say? What's your final say? I'm upset. Okay. And Reggie caught a little glimpse of it this morning. But I went through some bullshit last night at midnight, man. Playing Madden. I had enough, man. J- Thomas, I had hit the quick button, man. Oh. Germ, just, germ out here just throwing long bombs to Jalen Waddle whenever he wanted to. And if it wasn't Waddle, who's the other speed guy he got? John, John Ross. Ross. Has John no, Ross. Ruggs, the killer. The killer Ruggs. Oh, here Ruggs. He's got to get he's got taken out the game. You can't have him no more. So he's just out here throwing bombs with him, right? So he's up like 62 to like 12 or something because I couldn't do anything with Drew Locke. And that's a whole nother discussion that he's he's my quarterback. But this dude, I'm literally trying to run clock out under the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter to get the shit over And with. he's calling timeouts? And he's calling timeouts. Yeah. He does <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I'm trying to get – I need extra XP for so-and-so, whatever, whatever. I'll he say, does, well, he does that to me, I, too. And I quote, and I'll tell you what I said. So I said, get it next game. I had enough, dog. I legit <laughs> hit that quit button and said, do you sure you want it forfeit? Yes. I'm already <laughs> lost the game. What else is going to be worse? Yeah, the germ does that all the time. He's like, I need XP for players, but he comes back on him sometimes because he had games one that he's lost against me because he wants to play cute and keep talking timeouts. Oh, no, I read you about when I beat him last season and how he threw a big ass fit in the, in the Twitter feed because hey, I, I beat him. I beat him the, the year before, right? Thomas, 
And then the next year, Chris beat him. Hey, you know what this nigga was on the group chat talking about? How come every time y'all beat me, it's a big deal. Oh, we all beat me. Y'all love it. <laughs> hey, I wonder why, John. Oh, it's always, oh, man, if I didn't have the lag, I would have Oh, it's always oh, the lag if Jeremy was. But when, when y'all beat me, it's a big deal. <laughs> when I beat y'all, it's just on to the next week. Like, yeah, we're on the Cincinnati if we lose to you because we know you ain't playing fair. You out here playing like it's a high school girls Seriously, basketball team. In real life, would Jalen Waddle get 4,800 receiving yards? Hold on, Chris. Don't leave it, though. We got a boot this, too. Is he doing it as well? Yes, yes. Crowning. We sung. Hola. We sung. We danced. We cried. We laughed. Hold on. We didn't do no jig. What are you talking about? We didn't dance for nobody. I danced while you was yapping that bullshit. Oh, no, and I was doing the Pimp C early. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take that monkey shit off. You embarrassing us. <laughs> but you will never embarrass us when you like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. Simpson. You would do us a favor. Hold on, let's pause on that. Hey, we ain't playing. You a fan? If you one of them people that listen every week, I don't understand how you ain't told like 10 people to listen. There on top go. of that, please, not even just tell people. Like, tweet, tweet, too. We about it, man. We trying to get listeners, man. Let's Genuinely, grow. please, Apple Podcasts. That, like, none of the other places really care about reviews, but Apple Podcasts, we need reviews. Five stars. Write what you want to write. Put these Spotify guys are awesome. It's hilarious. Review. But the, if you give, if we can get to thirty to fifty reviews, it'll bump us. People will Let's get play. We need to. I'm trying to get thousands of views next year. Come on, we're trying to grow and this if, for real. And if you think I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. And I'm talking tell about your friends. Tell your family. I want you to be in on the inside. So in five years, when we have our own XM radio station, where we're putting out just crazy wild shit, and they're putting fuzzes in live. That you'll be able to be like, I know it. I was there okay. first, and we'll shout you out first because you'll always be create the fuzz early. Okay. If he'll be talking, you don't have Reggie just fuzzing shit. And the best part is he ain't gonna fuzz himself, so all the fuzzes that he does will not be edited. It'll just be us. Amen. Yeah. So make sure you do all that, like you said, and go ahead, just share it with somebody that you think might like it. Say, hey, man, check out this pod. It'll be it'll be good for you, especially while you're driving, going to see your fam and all that. Get this little laugh in your life. And maybe yeah. get some wisdom too, because we'll probably tell you some songs like I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Now you can go listen to it and you know what we're talking about. And do that there. All right. And in the meantime, between time, make sure you follow us on our socials as well. Uh Stimson ain't on Twitter, Stimson ain't easy on Instagram. You can follow me at Playmaker316 on Instagram and Twitter. And also check me out on the Playmaker Show. Monday through Friday on Habit of Three Jams, KPRS.com, except for I'll be doing the morning show, I believe, the next couple of weeks. So just find me there if you wake up early enough. You're me. I'm upset because we didn't get no Nelly. You get no what? No Nelly. You can find me. Oh, my bad. <laughs> hey, oh, my bad. I know, man. I do stuff okay. so much, man. But I, I, I don't do it. It's like, oh, man, you didn't do it. You can Shout find me. I'm used right, to well, everywhere I can find you. But guess where you can find me? Find you? you can find me at livefromthis.com for, for the music and livefromthat.com for, for the merch. What should they Buy do? Buy yourself. Nice. Don't forget the special. Let's be honest. Full price. 
Talk about and if, and for the special Christmas between New Year's sale, it's three for full price. So always remember to go ahead and buy oh, some. Okay. And when you think about the middle of December, thing you should always think about is live from the basement. Go ahead and go to live from that and buy you some nice live socks, maybe a coffee mug. Maybe a no winter hat. Mug. I didn't see a coffee mug when I looked on that the other night. We might have sold out of the mug. No! Also, I'm going to just be honest, man. We ain't really... <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. We this bitch. I'm going to need you to keep an eye out. 2022. Live from this. The live from that the basement. Christmas album is coming out. 2022. Keep an ear out. You know, keep an eye on livefromthis.com. Frank Sinatra version. Well, you can find Vince me, as has. always, at Simbius King on Twitter. But the main thing I'd like you to follow me over on is Unqualified. Unqualified Unqualified Observers. We cover <laughs> a litany of fun things. And just, we have a Christmas episode coming out next week as well. If you like yourself a little Are bit. Are y'all going to do a scary movie for that shit? No, we're doing The Family Do Man. Nicholas Cage and Great movie. So if you like Nicholas Cage, if you like Tay Leone from Bad Boys 1, if you like... Y'all doing The Rain Man? Man. David we're doing The Family Man. Like him? If you like Don Cheadle? I'm like, I'm like David Duchovny in Evolution. If you Watch like you. alternate universes? Come on over to us. You know, it's a nice mixture of Scrooge. And it's a wonderful life. Come on over and listen to that. We'll catch you there. And then when we get done with that, we're going right back into Lord of the Rings, ladies and gentlemen. Never forget, say yes to Frodo. And show them love for not doing this wonderful life, because that would have been disgusting. Well, you know, Reggie's favorite co-host wasn't down for it. So, you know, that'll be nice. Shout out to Kellum, man. (laughs) (laughs) You might have to fuzz that one. (laughs) <laughs> I'm fuzzy there. Hey, we'd have had so much fun. It's gonna be so much fun. Oh, well, you know, until next time, I guess we'll fuzz you guys later. Oh man. Until next time for the Christmas episode. Peace, oh, baby. And to all a good night.